0: what's up you guys welcome back to me you tv reviews i am your host mo and today we will be continuing our spooky wing spectacular y'all i know it's been a minute since you heard that but um that's what we gonna do today i'm gonna get some more episodes out for this weekend i hope everybody is having a wonderful wonderful day um so before we get started I just want to give a shout out to Sue okay because she sent me a really encouraging nice voicemail um so shout out to you Sue I really appreciate you listening thanks to everybody else that's listening too hey if you if you talk back to me I will give you a shout out over the podcast you just let me know what you think um even if you don't want me to shout you out like i'll probably still do it all right because i love y'all like that so thank you miss sue and i'm gonna keep saying this until we get to the shows that you told me you you really like so until we get to those shows you're gonna get a shout out every episode okay so let's go ahead and get into it so today we're gonna be doing psych okay i know i'm supposed to be doing movies too i'm gonna get to them y'all even if we go into november i'm gonna get it done as promised So we're going to do Psych today, and this episode can be found in Season 2. It's Episode 16, okay? So it's 1987, and we see Henry and Sean's mom. They're watching a scary movie, or some lovely lady. I'm going to assume that it's Sean's mom, because they were together back then. And Sean is peeking around the corner, and he's trying to watch the movie too, right? When Henry jumps out from around the other corner, and he's just like, Why are you still up? And so Sean ends up telling Henry that he knew he shouldn't have been watching a movie, but now he can't go back upstairs because he's scared. And so Henry does the parenting thing and reminds him that these types of movies aren't real and even gives him some firsthand encounters from like scenes um, that he's, you know, um, been a part of while he's been on the force. And so he was like, the fact, um, the fact is dead bodies don't move. So, fast forward to present day, we see Lassie and Juliet, and they're walking into the museum, and it's like 4 a.m. And so, Lassie is hella upset because his name wasn't mentioned in this case that was recently reopened by him. So, they end up meeting with this uh, with the museum curator, her name is Sophie, and she tells them that the mummy that they had for the exhibit that they just opened yesterday is missing. And so, Lassie, you know, just like shrugs it off, like it's probably a prank or something like that. Um, and so. She was just like, Well, no one has seen the watchman yet, but apparently, um, he has some t- sort of record. But she ends up vouching for him that he's <clears throat> excuse me, y'all, he's actually a great employee. And besides, they have all the cameras, you know, everywhere throughout the museum. So if he was up to some shady shit, like they would see it by now. Okay, so Lassie's just like, Well, once you guys locate the watchman, we would like to question him, but until then, We got other high-profile cases that we got to tend to. (laughs) Like I said, he's really just worried about this one case that was recently um, (laughs) reopened. And he wants to try to figure that one out. So he's going to try to pawn everything else off until he gets that one closed. But Sophie is just like, the alarm system was actually triggered from the inside, not the outside. And none of the cameras show the culprit, nor the mummy being moved from the museum. We got some supernatural stuff going on, y'all. <laughs> so, and she also tells them that the mummy was gone in like 15 seconds or less and that their main feed picked up nothing. So, y'all, this, bas- this mummy basically disappeared, all right, in thin air. And so she believes that there's something supernatural. Well, I tell y'all, supernatural going on here. And she wants someone that can tap into their third eye to help and so last thing then was just like who are you talking about and she was like i want him and she points to sean's picture so now they're gonna have to get um the psych (laughs) the psych uh department um involved so here comes sean sorry y'all a little disclosure i am or disclaimer (laughs) i am on location again y'all i'm on break so i'm trying to spit these out to y'all so y'all can. Enjoy them over the weekend. So if you hear like some planes or something, please disregard y'all. I got the windows cracked. It's so nice outside. But anyway, back to the show. So Sean is out playing part-time PI, right? He's snapping up some pics of this man sneaking around with some harlot, all right? Little floozy. And um, when he gets the call about the missing mummy. So he goes to check it out. And he does this psychic shtick, all right? When he notices a handprint on the glass case. And so... He looks at that and, you know, tells him he sees that. And then he also notices that there's a footprint on the ground. And so he tells them that the mummy wasn't stolen or carried out. He walked out on his own. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Y'all, it's the curse of the mummy. <laughs> he done came back to life. So Lassie is just like, I don't believe none of this mess. Like you just putting on to try to impress the curator. And the captain asked them to meet her in her office. So no, this isn't about Lassie's third testicle. (laughs) Because Sean asked about that. Sean is, he's so quirky. But this is actually about her stepping down as chief because the mayor has not responded to her request for an answer whether they were going to make her position permanent or not. So Lassie being the ass that he is, is just curious to know if anyone had put in a good word for him yet because he is all for self. But the chief tells him no, they've obviously already got somebody else in mind that they want to replace her with. And so that's all she wanted. The meeting's over. Everybody go do some work. And she's going to try to figure out what her next move is. So Sean is at the office watching video surveillance from the museum. And. Gus comes in and so he tries to pull up a chair to watch it with him and Sean actually gets up to block the TV screen and so I don't know why he's doing this he just doesn't want (laughs) well Gus is hella scary and so maybe if Sean went into details about the case then Gus wouldn't want to pick up the case so Sean suggests that they go to the museum to check out the case and he'll fill him in on the details once they actually get there And there was a reason why, obviously, because, like I said, Gus is hella scary. So, once they get there, y'all, he wouldn't even cross the threshold into the actual room where the mummy was put on exhibit. (laughs) And he is under the notion, slash superstition, that he'll be cursed. I mean, just think about all the guys that... Just up and died once they broke into King Tut's tomb. See what I'm saying? All right, so he's got a reason to be nervous, right? (laughs) So, since he refuses to go into the exhibit, they suggest he go help with the camera footage instead. All right, put him to use somewhere else. So, they notice that the cameras are actually able to pick up people pretty quickly as they leave one room and into another room in the museum. But Sean is so determined to try to figure out how to beat the odds, and so Gus will play lookout on the cameras. And let him know when he sees him. So Sean tries everything initially. He tries using the carpet. Using some of the. um Like the props in the exhibits. Like the bears. He even actually tried to follow behind a woman. Like right out of one room and into another. He used the plant. Like Sean was just doing everything. And so. Gus was like I see you there. I see you here. I see you there. I see you everywhere. Like Dr. Seuss right. And so he does this for a while. But. Sean actually finds one spot where he can't see him. He found the blind spot. And he was like, I got you. But he doesn't tell us what the blind spot is just yet. So we'll have to stick around for that one. Meanwhile, Lassie's over there having a conversation. He's at a... um, Yeah, he, he caught this guy into the office. And they're just having a quick conversation. And then towards the end of the conversation, Lassie tried to up and rush that the guy that he's talking to they want to exhume his dad's body and the son was just like what did you say and so he said it again um and the son was kind of outraged a little bit but i'm not sure why so just hold on to that thought for a second so sean and gus are done um playing hide and seek for now and they're actually getting ready to leave the museum when the lights start turning out Or maybe they're on a timer. And so Gus is just like, that's weird. Why would they start, you know, turning the lights off knowing that there are people still in here? And Sean is just like, well... It's because the museum actually closed a half hour ago. And Gus is like, what the what? (laughs) And so Sean is just like, yeah, I asked Sophie to let us stay overnight um, just so we can try to, you know, (laughs) figure out what's going on because... Surely if something happened with the mummy then maybe whoever stole him or whatever happened they may have may let their guard down and try to recreate the scene, you know, a following night. So so we can be here to try to, you know, catch him in the <laughs> try to catch him in the act, right? <laughs> and so they're basically going to recreate a night at the museum. Gus immediately goes to go check all of the doors, y'all. Like I'm not even kidding. He he checks like two or three different exes, but none of them are budging. And so, Sean had figured out earlier that day that another one of the exhibits had been broken into. So, he figured maybe the Vandal will come back again tonight, like I had just mentioned. Especially since they probably know that there's not a night guard on duty. So... Obviously, Gus is against this, all right? He ain't got no toothbrush. He ain't got his vitamins. And he don't want his soul to be snatched by a damn (laughs) mummy. Like, who wants that to happen to them? And they're not even supposed to be there. So they go uh, look out one of the windows outside, and they notice this tripod-looking camera, right? So Gus is like, not Gus, Sean is like, surely no one would be that stupid to just leave a camera sitting around. But just then, Sean's phone, phone his phone rings. I was trying to put an extra uh, apostrophe S behind that, y'all. <laughs> but Sean's phone starts ringing. And it's Juliet. And she tells him that the night guard that's missing actually has an arrest record for a few for a few assault charges that never went to trial. And so he asks her about his car, and she tells him that the shop actually gave him a rental and that... um. Y'all, the car description that she gives them actually matches the car that's sitting in the parking lot right next to blueberry that they call um Gus calls his car blueberry. Right next to blueberry, y'all. So now they in this damn museum with a psycho killer night guard <laughs> or mummy snatcher. But he still he he's a hard criminal. <laughs> So we're going to see what happens to Sean and Gus. So Sean and Gus start walking around the museum and Sean notices that one of the pictures in in one of the exhibits is actually turned upside down. And so he points it out to Gus and then there's this flashback that happens that shows Sean hiding in like this cranny corner, like right next to a display case of guns. And he just happened to notice when he was hiding earlier that one gun in particular actually had a crack down in the middle of the butt, but back to that later y'all hold on to that so they're in this vintage part of or the museum when they notice like there's this old school blue fridge that has a sign on it that says do not touch in all bold letters right so right at that moment because sean just like why in the hell would they have this fridge right here you know like this is weird and so he goes to go pull on the latch, and Gus is like, didn't you read the sign like the sign say, don't touch it, right? So uh, Sean was just like, well, it's not working anyway. It's not opening. Just then the motor kicks on, so that kind of scares them, right? And Sean is able to, like, nervously laugh I'm like, ha 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 everything's all right, right? But Gus is gone, He done already took off to another part of the museum, y'all. Like, Gus ain't playing with y'all. So, of course, what does Sean do? Like I said, he pull on the door handle again, and bam, out falls the missing night guard. He is dead as a doornail, y'all. So, they in this museum with a cursed mummy and a dead body. (laughs) So, it's the next morning, and the day shift, security guard is coming to start his day, Right. And when he goes to open up the door, he can't even get the door unlocked good before Gus and them run out of there with the quickness. Like, the shit was hilarious. Gus Gus is like, I'm not here for none of this. Sean, you can have all of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, now they got to figure out what happened to the night guard. So, Sean finally makes his way back to the office because Gus dipped out on him. <laughs> And he finds Gus, like, offering, uh, like, buying all of this stuff that's going to offer him, like, some, some super protection against the supernatural, right? So Sean is just like, hey, I need you to come back. And I promise there's not going to be any more spooky stuff. We're not going to volunteer to do overnight watch jobs like it's going to be none of that. And so they end up meeting Lassie, right? And so Lassie is at the cemetery where they're exhuming that man's dad's body right that he was talking to uh yesterday and so juliet comes with the coroner's report about the night guard and she tells them that his cause of death was strangulation and so they were like okay whatever like what's the significance in that and she was just like well the significance is that the hands that strangled him were wrapped in a cloth like material that contained spores that weren't from around this time or like this you know this area this this uh period of time and so she was like the spores actually came from inside the coffin insinuating of course that the mummy was the one that killed the night guard and Gus is looking at Sean like I told you that shit was cursed (laughs) did the mummy do it do we really have a cursed mummy on our hands y'all we gonna find out so Sean and Sean and Gus go to his house where apparently he's been Uh, where Henry has been looking for Sean. And he's been meaning to talk to him about something privately. And he's just like, you know, I need to talk to you by yourself. Like, no offense, Gus, but this is, you know, I just need to talk to Sean by himself. And so Gus is like, no offense taken. But Sean is just like, no, go ahead and spit it out. Gus's family, like, he's been around this long. I mean, what you got to hide? What you got to tell me? He can hear it. And so Henry tells him that he got a call from and so he was just like, just be free on Saturday. And so he makes a joke about him joining this awkward class, right? <laughs> and Henry is just like, forget it. So something big is gonna be happening on Saturday. I can't wait to see what it is. So Lassie and Juliet are talking to the chief about her leaving soon when Lassie actually overhears the TV that's playing in the background um about the case that he's working on. And so he hears one of the witnesses is now changing their story and then the news anchor is just like, well, Lassiter, Detective Lassiter wasn't available for comment. And He was like, yes, I was. I've been here all day. What are they talking about? You know, <laughs> so he is just getting agitated by this case that he's supposed to be trying to solve. Meanwhile, Sean and Gus are actually watching the same news and they show the victim who is Willie Wiles, and they mentioned that he was a philanthropist, but they also mentioned that he was an avid gun collector. So Gus is over there looking into the background of the mummy, right? (laughs) And so he runs like some miscellaneous information by Sean about, you know, who he was and what he did when he was alive. And Sean was like, I ain't worried about none of that. I just want to know like what's going on with him, like when he's been traveling from exhibit to exhibit. And so, they end up going to back to the museum and they go to the docks and they ask one of the employees some questions, but he doesn't really know much or whatever. He tells them that the artifacts come in, a museum rep comes to check it out, and then they put it on display. So while he's getting information from him or the lack thereof, Sean is surveying the area and he spots the camera again that he saw the night before. And so they go to check it out, but they actually find someone trying to pull the camera off the tripod. And it's somebody like in a hoodie. So they chase the mysterious hoodie person down and it's a girl. And so they ask her like, hey, what are you doing with this camera? And she basically tells them that she's been um, filming the museum for the last couple of nights or whatever because she's got a class project that she needs to do. So they ask her, does she have any footage from Tuesday night? And she's like, yeah, I do, but it's not on me. So they actually go back to her film studio to go analyze the film. And they want to focus specifically on 3 a.m. And so they initially all see just a close-up of a flower. Next thing you know, the damn mummy appear on the screen, (laughs) y'all. He be getting around, don't he? (laughs) And so while they're looking at the mummy on the screen... Y'all, by the time the camera pans back to the three people sitting in the room, it's now just two people. Because Gus done ran out the room. De- <laughs> he done ran out the room, y'all. He left so fast, The chair, the chair was still spinning. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, dude should have been on somebody's track team. <laughs> <laughs> and so they finally get Gus back. And so, um, when they look at the film some more, they notice that the mummy actually got into a white van because, um, the van disappeared out the frame real quick, right? And so, they end up going back to the museum just in time to see the white van pulling off. So, they go to chase it, and then as they're getting back in their car, they notice the dock worker that they talked to earlier just kind of, like, sitting there just, like, peeping the whole scene, real suspicious, like, he in on in some kind of way, y'all, (laughs) so they're chasing the van and they end up catching up to it when the van makes like this weird wild turn and hits a tree and so of course now it's dark outside they in the woods and Sean and Gus are debating whether or not they should get out to investigate so they finally decide to get out and go look and they're going in armed with flashlights and a bag really uh I guess you use what you got to use, you know, <laughs> when, you know, what's in your car, you got to, you got to make the best of it. So this is all that they have. So they creep up on the side of the van and Gus is like, Sean, how sure are you that there's no one in that van? And he's like, I'm, I'm almost certain Gus. And Gus is like, good. Cause I don't think I can take another. And then y'all, he looks over and comes face to face with the missing mummy, like the real mummy. <laughs> Sean done took off on Gus. He pulled the Gus on Gus. Sean done got halfway down the street, y'all. It was like, forget this. They so stupid. So... Sean and Gus are trying to convince Lassie to come back to the museum with them, but Lassie is determined to solve his own case. Right? He's absolutely sure that the guy's death that he's investigating didn't didn't come from a fall down the steps because that's what they that's what like the original um, cause of death was thought to be instead of like him being pushed down the steps. And, oh, he got hit with blunt force trauma. That's what it was. And then he got pushed down the steps. And so, um, like I said, instead he believes that his true cause of death was due to blunt force trauma. And then uh, Juliet confirms that whatever hit him had ivory in it. Y'all, I think I don't figured it out. Y'all remember that crack gun with the butt in it? Uh, I mean, the the um, gun with the, with the crack in the butt of it. I think that that gun was used to hit that guy over the head and essentially kill him. And then they pushed him down the steps to kind of just like put the icing on the cake. But hold on to it because I I think I'm right. Just follow me. So after the, I think the son did. So after the son hit his dad with the, the gun, I think he dressed up as the mummy to break into the museum to steal back the murder weapon, which was the gun from the gun display case. Right. Because I told y'all it was a display case full of guns. Right. And this one part of one part of the museum and one of the exhibits. And so um, back to the actual story. So, Sean tells Lassie that he can actually solve both cases and tells him to call Wiles on his cell phone and meet them at the museum because he knows if he calls him on the landline, he's not going to be there. So I think Sean done wrapped it up, but I think I figured it out before Sean did. (laughs) Y'all should just go ahead and pay me to be a detective or something. So Sean does his reveal by making a grand entrance from the mummy's coffin, y'all. I guess if you're not into, like, all of that supernatural stuff, like, it doesn't phase you, but I don't know. That's kind of weird to me, but that's where he chooses to make make his grand entrance, and so he tells them that that's actually where the culprit hid until the night that the night guard went missing and got dead. And so he goes on to tell them that the culprit ended up climbing out of the mummy's coffin, and then he strangled the night guard, but what actually happened to the original mummy? Well, he never left the van because he had an inside man. He had an inside man to actually swap the van out. And y'all can guess who the inside man was, right? The dock worker. I told y'all he had something to do with it. And so he tells them um, what I've already mentioned to y'all about what I thought, who I thought was the killer. And uh, since he's on the board of trustees, the son, He used his power to actually try to get the opening of that particular exhibit with the guns, uh, where the guns are displayed, like, shut down. And so when the night guard caught him, he had to kill him because he didn't need any witnesses. No witnesses. No witnesses, no crime. No body, no crime, too. So, (sighs) case closed. Sean did it. So all is still not well, though. The chief is packing up her belongings when she gets a call from the mayor and he finally offers her her job permanently. Yes. And it's all thanks to those pictures that Sean was taking earlier in the show of the man sneaking around with the harlot getting into that hotel room at the beginning of the episode. So apparently Lassie had requested Sean to take the photos um, but they actually finally gave some credit to Gus. <laughs> but that a is short-lived as far as celebration goes because they misspelled his name again too on this one. They just can't get Gus's name right to save their life. He can't win. <laughs> and so all is well now. Chief got her job. She's no longer the interim. She's the permanent chief. So yay case closed so Sean is back at his house and he's getting ready to leave and go on his date with Sophie the museum curator okay Sean and Henry asked him about you know has he gotten any phone calls that he um has he gotten any phone calls that week and Sean is like no nah, I gotta go like he's trying to hurry up and get out of there and just when he goes to open the door to leave he actually sees his mom standing there she's back in town y'all so if you don't watch the show, Henry and um I can't remember his mom's name. I don't remember his mom's name. I'm sorry, y'all. Sean's parents, they divorced. And Sean basically stayed with Henry. um, And his mom just kind of took off to kind of get her life together. So she ended up becoming like some type of therapist. And she's been staying in like some cities over from where Sean and Henry are. Um, And she pops in periodically. There's some tension there, but, I mean, it's not anything that can't be resolved. It's just, it's weird. They're in a weird space right now. So, he has all of these mixed feelings when he sees his mom standing there. That's the end of the episode, y'all. Oh, I just love that show. Um, If you're ever interested, I mean, they did run eight seasons. It's pretty funny. Um, You get your kicks, (laughs) out of the mystery of it and then you know they they have a lot of good laughs as you can tell when I do the reviews so um if you like that just go ahead and check that out it's it's the show psych um yeah that's all I got for you guys shout out to everybody that's listening I appreciate you um for taking the time out to listen to me tell all your people okay spread the word about your girl leave a good rating too or a review or something be like Sue and leave me a voicemail. I talk back. Well, Sue, I tried to find you, girl, and it just wouldn't let me. But if you, if you want to leave me your email or something, like, we can start corresponding, okay? <laughs> I love talking to y'all. Y'all like family. But, yeah. That's all I got for you guys. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Menu TV Reviews. Um, you can also um email me at my TV Reviews Podcast without an S on the end at gmail.com. Um, and that's all I have. I love you guys, and I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your weekend. And until we meet over the airways again, I am Mo and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.